0: What is up, you beautiful people? Welcome back to the Built on Bitcoin podcast. where we cover everything going on across the Bitcoin ecosystem, having to do with innovation and talking to builders. No price action and number go up talk here at all. And this is a this week's Bitcoin episode. So we're talking about what I saw across the major ecosystems. There was some big news around Bitcoin NFTs and the maxis went absolutely crazy. There's some big news from Strike, some Nostra news, and some other good updates across Stacks, Lightning, RSK, Blockstream, and Bitcoin Mainchain. So without further ado, I am Jacob Brown, your humble host, but you'll see me around as Jake Blockchain. And let's jump in. So what did I see this week? First, there's a senator from Arizona who, for I think the second or maybe third time, put together a bill to make Bitcoin legal tender in Arizona. It failed last time. She's trying it again. Uh, See what happens. But this is big. If something becomes legal tender in a state, you can use it as a medium of exchange to pay taxes, pay off your certain debts, public charges, any dues you have to the state. Those can be rectified. So the idea is you can do that with Bitcoin, which would be super bullish. You know, I think this is one of those things where it's kind of like these like the marijuana movement in certain states where it starts local and then more states adopt it. And it's a matter of time before the federal government decriminalizes more of these things because they see that the risks don't outweigh the, the benefits. So a matter of time. Fortune favors the bold in this case. So I'd love to see one state make that and lead the way. All right, next up, a couple big stats on the Bitcoin network. First, it settled its eight hundred million transaction, which is crazy, like this network that's just basically running autonomously and collecting transactions, putting them nicely together in a block, and then sending it off to be forever imprinted on the chain to sell eight hundred million, so it should be pretty quick that we're gonna see it get to that one t number, which is absolutely staggering, next up also in milestones. Uh, in this bear market, there's been price has been down, but the hash rate has been up. The Bitcoin network reached a new all-time high for a total hash rate at 295 exahashes on January 29th. To put that in perspective, that is 295 quintillion hashes being done per second. And the hash is just a very basic math problem to try and find the special number that will give you the Bitcoin block. So that's 295 and 20 zeros every second. In, insane. It's retraced down some since that all-time high. And it's a, it's a lagging indicator because the time to get these machines online, especially in these big facilities, can take a while. So this is really indicative of investment that happened, say, a year ago. But uh the Bitcoin security is in a good spot. Oh, also to say um Bitcoin mining hardware does get better. So cost will go down, hash rate will go up. So we do expect this to just go up kind of in perpetuity. There is a dance between does that number mean security in a linear fashion? Probably not. Just for some context. Things things I learned that now you know. All right. Now On to really the biggest topic of the week, which is ordinals, or you also might see them called inscriptions. And this is a new Bitcoin NFT where you can store arbitrary data directly on Bitcoin main chain through some functionality that came with Taproot. So I don't know a bunch of the specifics, but I saw this, I reported on it first about two weeks ago when I saw it as a, just a random post on Stacker News by the creator. His name is Casey Rodamore. Oh. And uh, yeah, so with Taproot, it allows you to have some more functionality, some things you can add to a Bitcoin block. And he found a way that you can inscribe data into a single Satoshi and then put that on the block up to the block size. So it's about just under four megabytes. And with this, you can put uh, image or MP3 or whatever up to that four megabyte limit and it attaches that single satoshi so this has opened up a whole can of worms from Bitcoiners and crypto people on what should be done about these things what's technically feasible versus what should be allowed uh how should we solve this who should be paying for this spam on the blockchain where you know if you post a bunch of dumb pictures and i have a bitcoin node why am i spending hard drive space to store your stupid photos. That's one of the arguments. So it's opened up a whole line of thinking around how cautious Bitcoiners should be. Is this even allowed? Um, Should we be vilifying builders? Should we be vilifying future upgrades? A ton of stuff. It's also increased talks around sidechains and pushing things like BIP300 or say stacks as Bitcoin layers and making them easier to use will make ideally Bitcoin main chain less of a reason to put NFT data there. So very interesting. Um, I'm very curious to see how this all plays out. But personally, I think this is super, super, super bullish on Bitcoin layers. All right, so that's it for Bitcoin main chain. Now jumping into Bitcoin layers. But first, a quick word from our sponsor.
1: We all know Bitcoin is for the innovators, the revolutionaries, and the builders looking to build a better world for themselves and for the next generation. We also know the saying, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The next best time is right now. The same thing applies to building on Bitcoin. If you want to come build with the most active developer community, building new use cases for Bitcoin, then it's time you make the leap to learning Clarity. Clarity is the stack's smart contract programming layer, which enables us to work on DeFi, smart contracts, and so much more, all built with the safety and security that comes with Bitcoin. Start today by going to start.stacks.org. Start.stacks.org has a five-step journey that will take you from complete Stacks novice to teaching you clarity all the way to finding a job with a Web3 Stacks startup. Don't wait another month, year, or decade waiting to get involved in the Bitcoin ecosystem. Start building on Bitcoin today. Go to start.stacks.org to start learning and building today. All right, thank you to my sponsor, as
0: always. So jumping into Stacks, uh, a few things I saw. It was a quieter week on Stacks, but Cygold, which is the decentralized blogging platform, celebrated their fourth anniversary, which is crazy because it's now February 4th. Stacks 2.0 Mainnet launched on January 14 of 2021. So it's just over two years old, which means cycles has been building since before Mainnet launched when Stacks was Blockstack. And uh, yeah, so they're OG OGs and they're still building. So props to them for continuing on this journey. The product's getting better and better every month. I use it myself. All right, next up on some... Trust Machines, SBTC news. Uh, First, Trust Machines hired six new blockchain engineers in the past few months, mostly focused on core infrastructure and blockchain work, which is huge. And one of those guys that was hired is Igor, Igor Sylvester. And he was recently interviewed on the Hero Systems podcast by Max. And they went deep into SBTC and the technical specifications. And in its current state, how it's going to work. So this is a working live thing. Uh, they have the basic structure figured out in the white paper. You can read and check it out. But there's still some things there, in actual details being figured out. But if you want to be at the bleeding edge of what SPTC might look like, uh, this podcast with Igor and Max, highly recommend. All right, moving on to Lightning, which is typically one of my favorite topics because there's just so much going on and it's a fantastic experience to use. I'm super bullish on Lightning. So with that said, Strike, which is the payment app that's trying to make payments kind of like Cash App, but for strictly using Lightning in as many places as possible. They had two big announcements this week. So one, they made Philippines allow global access to payments. So you can send someone in the Philippines, I would send them USD It would ride on lightning rails and then end up in their local currency, auto-converted. So this now is available in the Philippines, which is 120 million people population. And uh, yeah, Strike has been super targeted at this market, which is the cross-border remittance kind of Western Union market. Because lightning is so fast and so cheap, and it sends it through, you can use Bitcoin. um, Super, super bullish use case. So we're seeing this the the countries line up more and more. They want to go global, but they're taking it piece by piece by piece to make sure they do it right. So props to them. And in the same uh, same vein, they announced a huge partnership with Clover, which is a point of sale systems provider, a manufacturer. So if you've ever been to a small business restaurant and they have a pretty snazzy white point of sale system where you put in your debit card, or you might tap to pay, it's most likely a Clover. They, they are the biggest provider of point of sale systems for small businesses. Uh, Square, I believe, uses them, but they might actually have their own in-house stuff now. Uh, this is huge. So now you can use Strike directly on the Clover systems, which gives them a huge inroad to hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of businesses out of the gate as people adopt those, this technology. So that's huge. Moving on, there's 11,000 now, over 11,000 podcasts that support the podcasting 2.0 standard. So, if you're not familiar, I've been harping on this a little bit, but podcasting is a very old technology. It's just an RSS feed that sends out, uh, you download the data and it sends you, you download the whole MP3 and you can listen to it. Cool. Basic tech. Well, on the RSS feed, you can add another tag and it, attaches your lightning address to the podcast feed so what that allows is once a podcasting app or a website can read that data properly it can easily allow people to tip you through lightning or split uh say podcast revenue amongst the creator and the guests so it opens up what they call value for value exchange where i work hard to make this podcast you give me some love on giving some sats, or tipping in Satoshi's. So a few months ago, that number was well below 10,000, and now we're already at almost 12. It's approaching 12. So nice to see um, these frictionless borders between creator and people being able to to tip in a cheap way, getting better and better. On that same note, one of the easiest places and pretty cool ways to use Lightning uh, in a frictionless way on an application that has some value is Stacker News, which is kind of like Hacker News, but to post something, you have to have a lightning wallet with some Sats in it. And if you, every time you post or comment or like something, it costs you fractions of a penny. And so the idea is that if you have to have some costs to comment, then the signal to noise ratio just goes up and up and up. And so Stacker News uh, hit 1,000 monthly active users, tipping Sats. On the platform so bullish metric for people actually trying this out and the last in lightning ish news it's really more nostr which is a decentralized messaging platform but damas which is a the most popular twitter clone that uses nostr the protocol uh, made an ios app submitted to the app store and got approved so now there's a twitter alternative officially on the app store that you can use and use your decentralized public key and talk in that fashion, no one can shut you down. And uh, on that same note, there's some interesting work being done by Larry from New Internet Labs to integrate BNS names, .BTC names into Noster. So very, very interesting space to be watching. All right, last two little updates. First, RSK, they've been having some problems over the past couple months where there was an update to Bitcoin Core. It was flagging the RSK peg out transactions as unvalid. And so people couldn't peg out their Bitcoin using the official main peg out protocol. You had to go through Sovereign or some other uh, side wallets that would allow you to do that. Well, now, as of last week, there was an upgrade that was put forward, and now it's back on live. So everything is working as it should. So props to them. Uh, that was that was tough to see, but glad to see it's back online. We need all the Bitcoin innovation we can get. All right, and then last, but it, I mean, I won't even go there. Last on the on the uh, list is Blockstream, which raised a hundred twenty-five million dollar fundraise, focused on mining services. So Blockstream does a ton of things. They have the Liquid Blockchain, which is a, a side chain allowing smart contracts on Bitcoin, it's a federated network. They do a ton of research into Core Lightning, which is their version of a Lightning client. They do Bitcoin Core work. They have a hardware wallet, but they also have mining hosting services. So you pay them monthly, and they'll spin up a miner for you, uh, host the hardware, you know, pay the the, the electric costs, do all the stuff, and then you pay them a fee to. Uh, secure the network, but also get your Bitcoin rewards. So they raised $125 million to expand that hosting services. It's mainly for institutional players. And secondly is to conduct R&D to create their own Bitcoin miner. So this is an interesting space that's kind of nascent right now. I think there's two main mining companies, there's Bitmain, and there's one other one, which I can't remember the name of, but I think Cash App is working on their own miner. I think it's, it's working inside of Spiral, Square. And now Blockstream is doing it. So there's a few companies trying to own oh, Intel. is working on a chip. So there's quite a few companies trying to crack this ASIC specified chip production and like mining infrastructure. So going back to that hash rate argument earlier, expect that number to go astronomically high in the next decade or so. And it doesn't necessarily mean the network is that much more secure, but it will obsolete older hardware. Um, so yeah, thing, thing to watch. So that is what I saw in This Week in Bitcoin. Thank you for listening. If you can, listen on Fountain, which you could type into your iOS or Android app. It's a fantastic podcast player, and it makes it dead simple to send me some love via sats. You can do it by the minutes or just send me a tip. I will love you forever. But that's it. Until next time, I'll see you. Ya. Love y'all. Peace. Welcome to Built on Bitcoin.
1: I know that things don't always go your way. But I'll be right here waiting. I've been waiting now. I've been trying to figure out a way to make it out. Make it out because I don't.